the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, from the rooftop of the Rockies, it's Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn. Yes, we've arrived at hour two of Backbone Radio here this evening, November 26th. And just as a reminder, we go from 4 to 7 p.m. every Sunday. That is the time slot. We own it. We own that time slot. And um, I keep forgetting to mention my new dental practice thriving, coming along beautifully, masterfully, mindfully. Should you be in need of a, of a dentist out there, I've been at it for over 20 years and just made that great leap into joining some colleagues of mine a little closer to home. And the phone number there is 303-225-7575. Glory. Glory, you are invited. And um, Ireland, ladies and gentlemen, Ireland, talking about nervous elites. But in Ireland, an uh, Algerian migrant started stabbing some Irish people, including some kids, and did not go over well with the Irish. And where's where's my sound? My sound on that. Um, where where did I hide it? Did I hide it somewhere? It is. Oh, found it. Golly, I buried this one. Okay, yeah. Here's it's just the sound of the Irish out on the streets, and the police trying to calm everybody down, and didn't seem to be very effective. And you know, this sound goes on for a while. And that Conor McGregor, who is the, you know, the world champion martial mixed martial arts guy, fighter, who is a huge pro-Trump guy, has come out saying, you know, hey, uh, Irish authorities, Irish authorities, yeah, and that's uh, just in case there was some unsavory language, I thought I better cut it before they started talking. But he said, you know, hey, if the Irish authorities don't start uh, addressing our concerns about the migrant concerns in Ireland, then uh, then he will. Conor McGregor will. And then word comes out the next day, oh, the Irish authorities are investigating Conor McGregor for hate speech online. See, they have to exert their control. They're afraid. The people on top are afraid. So they have to um, make sure that everybody else is not losing their fear of the globalist establishment, the people on top, the Irish Prime Minister, Leo Varadkar. I don't know if he's a WEF guy or not, but there's a bunch of photos of him hanging out with Trudeau, the WEF Prime Minister of Canada, at a pride rally and all of that. Um, Conor McGregor, a while back, after winning one of his events... 
he wasn't really interested in apologizing. I've ridiculed everyone on the roster. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f- he wants. He's not going to apologize. Or he wants to apologize to nobody. Some folks out there on Twitter saying that, yeah, Connor, that's the apology you owe right now. The non-apology. But I don't know. Do you think Ireland is fertile soil for the globalist open borders thing, that project, do you think? Oh, man. Geert Wilders, again, just won in the Netherlands. His party just won. And they're tired of the immigration migration problems in the Netherlands, and he's been at it in politics for quite some time. His party's coming out on top. You know, you look around the world, what's going on? You see countries dealing with the globalist open borders policies that are being just shoved down their throats. Boy, we've got it badly here. That's part of their agenda. And they don't say it out loud. The globalist elites on top, they don't say it out loud that that's what they want. They just lie and say, oh, no, the borders are secure. The borders are under control. But obviously they are not. And in fact, it is their de facto policy to admit the largest amount of migrants possible, illegal immigrants in the case of the United States of America. And how well does that go over? I, I, You know, you see... They get afraid, the people on top, because, you know, they can't say what they really want to do. And they know that what they really want to do, the open borders, as one example, is not popular. So they can't say it out loud. Does that make sense? They just can't be like authentic and genuine who they are as political figures. They have to lie and deceive and do all the rest of that. And then when the masses start getting like irritated or upset about what's been going on, then the people on top are extra compelled. They get extra afraid because they know they're vulnerable. They know they're not truthful, and they have to show the control, right? Their fear means they must come down with more control. They must use the Leviathan-style government the Hobbes wrote about a few hundred years ago, 1600s, the political philosopher, who I just, I do encourage you to look at some of that Leviathan book. I'll get into it a bit more. As the program goes on, that the government must be shown to be all-powerful and all-in-charge. If the people in government start getting afraid, I mean, what are they going to do? And you see, they're afraid here in the United States. Have you seen the meltdowns from Joe Scarborough, from Bob Woodward, from former Senator Claire McCaskill, from the rest of them in the media, from Dan Goldman saying Trump must be eliminated? There, you see... It's going to be interesting heading into 2024, all right? But there's a lot of folks, this Malay guy in Argentina, the free market economist who who has no time for socialism, he told Tucker Carlson in an interview two months ago, we played it here, some excerpts said, never give the socialists an inch. Never, ever give the socialists an inch, not even one inch. That was his advice. When he was asked for advice, you know, Tucker Carlson said, potential VP, Tucker Carlson asked Malay, you know, what would be your your advice to Donald Trump? And he said, never give the socialists an inch. And by the way, uh, here's the sound of 
Javier Malay. This is before he won his election in Argentina. Incredibly decisively, by the way. But he gets out there. He's got a chainsaw at this rally. And he turns on a chainsaw. Just so you, you got to hear this audio. That's Malay brandishing a chainsaw at a rally in high inflation, globalist destroyed, socialist destroyed Argentina. I saw somebody on Twitter say, hey, somebody hand Trump a chainsaw at a rally. <laughs> I don't know. Did you think that? And, you know, and there, there's a little thing here. Geert Wilders, again, when he came out to, to Denver for the Western Conservative Summit, I can't remember what year that was. I was going to look that up, but I haven't looked that up. And I happened to be standing there when he came walking in, and boy, did he ever have a bunch of security around him. He was under threat from a lot of uh, Islamic sources at that time in particular, still is. But just had a little hello, you know, and he was uh, on the rise then, and now his party is in power. But Geert Welders has Trump hair. It's the big, wavy, wild, blonde Trump hair is what Geert Welders has. And this Malay guy down in Argentina has the big, like Keith Richards, Ronnie Woods, kind of Rolling Stones hair, big hair, big hair, big Trump hair. And um, and, and you make the little contrast, you know, uh, World Economic Forum Klaus Schwab, the German economist professor who wants you to own nothing because he's going to own it for you. You're going to eat the bugs and you're going to be happy and he's going to own everything for you. Yeah. Well, he's got no hair. He's like, no hair. So I don't know. I mean, should we start basing our political preferences on you, you got to have the big Trump, Geert Wilders, Javier Malay kind of hair? Because uh, there's there's uh, Klaus Schwab, no hair. And he's like the communist, Marxist, wannabe dictator, ruler of the universe kind of guy with all of his big plans with the billionaires. Hmm. And no hair. I just, I'm just wondering if there's a little bit of a trend going on here. Might have to start looking more closely at superficial characteristics. You think? You could win your mortgage or rent paid for an entire year with News Talk 710's Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. It's a Christmas miracle! <laughs> to 710knus.com and enter for your chance to win. See terms and conditions for complete details. The miracle can happen to you. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes is presented by Salem Surround, connecting you with new customers. Learn more at surrounddenver.com. Merry Christmas from News Talk 710. George Brockler with The George Show. You're losing your hair, and you deserve a simple solution that works. You want the best. Modern technology with top-rated physicians, something that's guaranteed to work. Guys, you need Dr. Tanya Pauls and her team at Advanced Hair. They've completely redefined hair restoration from the experience itself to their unmatched results. Receding hairline, bald spot, thinning hair, address them all with Advanced Hair's simple one-day treatment in a calm, relaxed environment with the most experienced professionals. Advanced Hair has performed 10 
tens of thousands of these breakthrough treatments. And get this, your own natural hair begins to regrow the very next day. No one in Denver can offer anything like the advanced FUE found at Advanced Hair, and I highly recommend their team. It starts with your free consultation. Call 720-459-HAIR. If you qualify, you'll also get $250 off and 250 free hair grafts. Refine your hairline with the team that's redefined hair restoration. 720-459-HAIR or advancedhair.com. That's advancedhair.com. This is an urgent announcement for anyone that's $10,000 or more in debt. Before you make another minimum payment, you need to know there are special programs that can completely free you of your debt. Total Financial Freedom can help you become debt-free in months instead of years. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and timeshares. Call now at 800-533-6605 for a free consultation. For 16 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. You can feel confident when calling because Total Financial Freedom is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau and a Christian-owned company. Don't get stuck in the endless cycle of payments. You have the right to get your debt resolved and substantially reduce your monthly payments. Call Christian-owned Total Financial Freedom now at 800-533-6605. That's 800-533-6605. 800-533-6605. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. Right, you can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, three hundred dollars. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code PICKUP to get an extra twenty-five cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime write your bank paypal or a gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free upside app and use promo code pickup for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank that's code pickup for a 25 cents per gallon bonus this is dennis prager now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech become a member of the ultimate online community for all things prager it's pragertopia unlimited listen to every radio show over the last 10 years all commercial free you can even listen to all my torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. On your radio, smartphone, or smart speaker, News Talk 710, KNUS. Smithereens doing that Elvis tune there, and do I dare say the Smithereens do it better than Elvis? This is the only song I think someone else does better than Elvis's original version of it. With the exception of Suspicious Minds by Dwight Yoakam, which is, in my opinion, a bit better than the Elvis version. I shouldn't go on record with that. I might offend the Elvis community out there, which is 
which is fearsome and intense, I tell you. No, all American. Backbone Radio, Matt Dunn at your service here. We're just talking about whether or not we should start judging political candidates by the content of their hair, by superficial characteristics. And I think maybe we have reached that point, you know, with the Donald Trump big hair, Geert Wilder's big Trump hair, Javier Malay, Argentina, big Rolling Stone hair. Keith Richards wearing a bandana over his head lately. Does that mean he's losing a little hair? It might be. It might be. But he's got the bandana and all this big hair like sticking out from around the edges of it. But it was Oscar Wilde who said, uh, It is only shallow people who don't judge by appearances. Yeah, you don't want to be shallow, do you? You know, they say beauty's only skin deep, but isn't isn't that deep enough, you know, really, when it comes down to it? So it's, it's a hair thing. But Gavin Newsom, he's got hair, but it's all, like, greased up and slicked back. Does that work? No. No, I don't think so. I, I, don't, I, don't, think, I don't think that's going to fly. Another politician who has hair, Mitt Romney, but, yeah, yeah, not a good guy, Mitt Romney. And just so you hear Mitt Romney's latest... Um, you know, he's not going to run for Senate again. I think he realized he wasn't going to win his primary, even in Utah. One of the most uh, despicable figures in American politics going back going back this century, Mitt Romney, you know, as a mayor or governor of Massachusetts. When was that? Back in like 04, 03, 02, he was in there somewhere and created that blueprint for Obamacare. And, my gosh, how do you explain this guy? But he comes out, and he's talking to, I believe this is CBS, and he says, no, I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm not going to vote for uh, Vivek. But I'd, I'd vote for, you know, any of the other Republicans. I'd vote for, you know, Haley DeSantis. I'd vote for the Democrats. So he's he's like saying, I would vote for Democrats and or Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, go down that, that list. But but not Vivek, not Trump. And he, he actually says in this that, hey, Biden is like this charming guy, a charming, engaging guy. What? I mean, here's Romney praising Biden. He says, oh, I disagree with Biden, but let, let's hear it. Who do you like in the Republican field? Uh, anybody. Um, you know, I, I would uh, I'd be happy to support virtually any one of the Republicans, maybe not Vivek, but uh, but the others that are running would would be acceptable to me. And I'd be happy to vote for them. I'd be happy to vote for a number of the Democrats, too. I mean, it would be an upgrade from, in my opinion, from uh, Donald Trump and and perhaps also from uh, Joe Biden. Look, I like President Biden. Um, you know, I, I find him a very charming engaging person. There's some places I agree with him, but most places I disagree with him. Uh, I think he's made all sorts of terrible mistakes, but uh, I would like to see someone else run. So Mitt Romney, you know, he would vote for Democrats. He thinks Biden is charming and engaging. Don't you like hearing that? That Mitt Romney is just so charmed by Joe Biden. How can you possibly say that, Mitt Romney? This country is swirling the bowl. <laughs> we are, he's screwing up everything about foreign and domestic policy. And there's Mitt Romney comes out, charming and engaging guy. 
And he would vote for Democrats. He would, or, or, you know, DeSantis, Haley, Democrats, kind of the same to Mitt Romney, right? Does he, do you see the distinctions there? Doesn't like Trump, wouldn't vote for Trump. Doesn't like Vivek, wouldn't vote for Vivek. But would vote for Democrats and or DeSantis and or Haley and or Chris Christie. Do you see what we mean when we talk about the uniparty? I mean, that's bringing it home, is it not? You understand the uniparty, the significance of that, that, this, that, that power center, and people want to be part of that power center, the United States of America, the corrupt political establishment. You see, people say, well, uh, you know, gosh, you know, uh, Trump uh, gets too much drama around him, and uh, the media is going to attack him uh, mercilessly. Uh, may, may, you know, handful of Republicans at this point think that. Um, but to the extent that somebody like a DeSantis or a Nikki Haley would be a threat to the establishment, they would get the exact same treatment. But you see, they're not a threat to the establishment. And so they probably would get a lighter touch by the media. But if they were to end up being successful, which they would not be, they're not going to win the primary. They're going to lose the primary by like 50, 60 points, each of them. <laughs> but if they were to somehow get in office and be president... They would not be worth having around. They would essentially govern as neoconservative Democrat types, basically exactly like what we're getting from Biden. They would wreck the economy and they would have the forever wars and do all the usual same old crap that is destroying the West, destroying the United States and the rest of the world. They would not be worth even considering having around. Hopefully that makes sense. And, of course, Nikki Haley says, oh, Trump always has this drama around him. You know, gosh, we need somebody different. But why is there the drama around him? It's because the media creates the drama, right? The, the media develops that. The media synthesizes that. The media manufactures that because he is the opposition to the political establishment, right? MAGA is the opposition to the people who are in power and doing all this stupid, freaky stuff and forcing it upon the country and lying about their true intentions. We've been talking about the border. They're just not honest about their true intentions there. And the rest of it, go down the list. They can never actually show their face. They can never actually stand spontaneously with integrity, right? With truth in their voices and in their hearts and in their souls and stand before the American people and speak what they really want to do and what their real agenda actually is. They cannot do that. And they know if they did, they would, like, not get any votes. <laughs> they, would, they would lose the people who do vote for them because they've been propagandized to vote for them and propagandized in a way that reflects not who they really are. So authenticity, of course, is out of the question for the people on top, but I guess I would say... Maybe Mitt Romney, by saying that, you know, that, hey, Democrats are interchangeable with DeSantis and Nikki Haley, that he would do that. Let's just hear him say that one more time. Who do you like in the Republican field? Uh, anybody. Um, you know, I, I would uh, I'd be happy to support virtually any one of the Republicans, maybe not Vivek, but uh, but the others that are running would would be acceptable to me. And I'd be happy to vote for them. I'd be happy to vote for a number of the Democrats, too. I mean, it would be an upgrade from, in my opinion, from uh, Donald Trump and and perhaps also from uh, Joe Biden. Look, I like President Biden. Um, you know, I, I find him a very charming 
engaging person. There's some place. Yeah. See, uh, Mitt Romney. Um, obviously, he goes out and loses to Obama in 2012, and inflicted this country with Obama. He barely put up a fight. Remember, Candy Crowley just smoked him in that debate. CNN Candy Crowley runs right over Mitt Romney, who's just a loser. He's cut out to be a loser, right? And then Trump goes on and wins in 2016, and Romney has hated the guy who has won ever since. And Romney has hated the guy who has implemented all the policies that Romney mouthed he was going to do, like secure the border back in 2012. Romney said that stuff. 2016, Trump wins, does it, and he has secured the everlasting hatred of Mitt Romney. Now, is what kind of a weird psychology is that? Is it bitter? Is it hatred? Is it envy? Is it just outright stupidity and then praising Biden for all of the mess he's created? I, what is it? Listen to podcasts of Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn at 710knus.com. There we go, Little Saint Nick. That, to me, is one of the best Christmas songs ever recorded. Of course, it's the Beach Boys, and a few of these I'm playing tonight you tend to hear a lot, of course. We have a few that you don't hear. You only hear them around Backbone Radio in our distinctive Christmas music style, going back quite some time. Permanent kudos to the Beach Boys for playing at the Trump inauguration back in the day. The Piano Guys did that as well. That Utah band that my kids still love. We're listening to their Christmas albums. Yeah, they they deserve some kind of a trophy or some kind of a statue, those people. Had a text to studio here. Yeah, thanks for the text. Keep them coming, ladies and gentlemen. Individual says, Doc, looking back and thinking about it with 2023 eyes, were Mitt or McCain really trying to win or just the PSYOP stooge there to lose with a smile on their face? Sarah Palin was the MAGA component of that election, and she was savaged going back to 2008. They tried to blame Sarah Palin for McCain's loss, but I have always averred that Sarah Palin kept McCain from being completely and totally and hideously blown out, of course. And Palin's one of the ones that's had the courage of her convictions all the way along. Whereas McCain was the guy who cemented Obamacare as policy, of course, and became a big Trump hater and a forever war guy, McCain. And then, of course, Romney, we've just been talking about what a disastrous career that guy has had. The political parties exist to create the illusion of choice. Hopefully we understand this, right? I'll say it one more time. The political parties exist to create the illusion of choice. And you might be out there, American citizen, thinking you actually have a choice between the political parties. Because you see, sometimes you see like debates and you see like arguments and you see contentious stuff going on out there. But look a layer deeper. 
and you'll see that the Uniparty runs the whole deal, with the exception of one entity, and that is MAGA, which is the majority of the American people supporting MAGA right now. Trump winning in the national polls, making mincemeat of Biden in the national poll. And I, as they come out, I just report them. Emerson polling data has Trump 47, Biden 43. And <laughs> in the primary, Trump 64, Haley 9, DeSantis 8, Ramaswamy 5, Christie 3. I mean, see, the majority of the American people, if you can just get around the propaganda... They don't like what they're getting from Biden and from the Democrats and from the Uniparty. They despise it and they loathe it. You just need to get around the propaganda, which is why free speech, you got to have an outlet for free speech, which is why Elon Musk providing a platform for free speech, the last one, is so essential and so indispensable. And that's why they're trying to take Elon Musk down. But he is fighting back. He's suing in thermonuclear style, media matters, which is trying to suffocate free speech in this country, trying to suffocate Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, okay? So all of that should be making sense that, you know, we thought we had a choice back in 08 between Obama and McCain, a Republican and a Democrat. Was that really a choice? No, it was not. Proof, McCain cemented Obamacare in policy. We thought we had a choice in 2012, Romney versus Obama. And ever since, Romney's basically been backing up everything Obama has done in office. Does that make sense? We've been played. Then Trump shows up and actually gives the people a choice. Actually starts doing stuff, keeping his promises. Creates a great economy, peace and prosperity, a secure border. And McCain, Romney, Obama, the entire deep state establishment, the entire media have been hating on him all the way along. And I'll get in the next hour to where their rhetoric is going lately. And it is, of course, quite dangerous, isn't it? Interesting thing happened this week as we get closer to the Iowa primary. And uh, <clears throat> DeSantis... Um, He's uh, he's not he's saying we're going to win this thing. You know, he, he can't admit that he's going down in flames. And it's just kind of embarrassing to watch the DeSantis supporters out there. Anyway, uh, you know, uh, Trump, 44. This is the, again that uh, this is uh, oh the Fields Freedom poll. Trump, 44. DeSantis, 17. Haley, 17. Ramaswamy, 5. Christie, 4. Trump up 27 points. And in the real clear political average, uh, Trump is up even higher in Iowa. So this is not going anywhere <clears throat> for DeSantis. Oh, I wanted to mention Ann Coulter. I'll get to that in one second. But uh, DeSantis gets endorsed by uh, Kim Reynolds, governor of Iowa, and we telegraphed that. We saw that coming around here for months. Of course, didn't move the needle and only hurt Kim Reynolds' political career. It was actually a net negative. That endorsement happened, and DeSantis actually went down in the Iowa polls. And uh, But there's another guy, this uh, Bob Vanderplatz, who's supposed to be some influential evangelical Christian up there in Iowa. And, uh, you know, I mean, who is this guy? He shows up every four years and endorses, like, Ted Cruz or endorses DeSantis, uh, whoever is the alternative to Trump that's, uh, you know, actually part of the establishment, though they try to pretend like they're not. Anyway, it turns out <clears throat> this uh, 
Vanderplatz had accepted $95,000 of payment from the uh, DeSantis campaign. He got paid before he did his endorsement of DeSantis. So it was like there's like a, a transaction here. And even, even uh, over on Fox News, where they're a little bit, uh, you know, reluctant to point things like this out, but maybe because they're all in for Nikki Haley now at Fox News and not DeSantis anymore, they've, they've sort of switched their horses, of course, um, while, while fearing Trump after, you know, firing Tucker. Fox News is such a wasteland. But, uh, oh, who's the guy? He's the kind of the chubby guy on Fox News. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. And um, anyway, but he asks Bob Vander Platz about that. Hey, hey, did you receive a donation from uh, campaign cash? Or did you get money? And he, he says, yeah. Oh, here we go. Uh, how come it's not working here, sir? Where? Did, okay, can I hit it now? About the money thing. This is, I think, from a Brett Reuters Bear. article in which it's it's said that DeSantis campaign, a super PAC linked to him, a nonprofit group supporting him, together paid ninety five thousand dollars in recent months to the Family Leader Foundation, uh, according to campaign finance reports, in a document prepared by an Iowa state lawmaker who was helping Vanderplatt's organization raise money for the July fourteenth presidential candidate forum. So, is that not true, or that's true? Well, it's definitely true, and I'd encourage everybody to read the Reuters article. Everything we do is above board, and it's... Well, it's true. Yeah, well, yeah, they paid us. <laughs> we got we got 95000 from DeSantis before I endorsed him. Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, does that look good? And the, uh, yeah, you know, doing... See, DeSantis is trying to... They're talking about... Uh, Going back to the, like the Russia, Russia hoax, even and uh, Trump in the hotel room in Moscow with prostitutes urinating on the bed. They're actually going there in Iowa. They're using Democrat Hillary Clinton, FBI dishonest, obviously hoax propaganda against Trump in Iowa right now, and they're thinking that they're going to get some evangelicals to bite on that. See how they manipulate you. See how they manipulate Christians. See how Mike Pence had a career of manipulating Christians and exited the race with a tail between his legs. That's a big part of the Uniparties. They need to manipulate the Christians, and they try to hit those hot buttons like that. And, oh, oh, and they're paid. Yeah, um, they are paid. And, by the way, on Ann Coulter, I had just uh, – I was going to add this under the Romney thing. You know, Ann, Ann Coulter was a huge follower, supporter of Romney back when he was running – and even in recent years, um, she's been advocating for Romney to run for the presidency again. She thinks Romney is like this great guy. Now, how do you explain that one? I mean, I haven't been interested in Ann Coulter um, since 2016. I mean, Ann Coulter, I used to read all of her books, and I've met her a few times. She's been to Colorado a lot, you know. I've seen her at some events and some functions, chatted. Talented writer, good writer, and she writes her own books, but... Uh, but she's been, like, weirdly hostile to Trump and, like, really pro-Romney. Romney, who likes Democrats and thinks Biden is charming and engaging. And how do you explain this with Coulter? I mean, what, what the heck happened there? Coulter, all along, been a bit of a, a sham, do you think? One of those uh, sneaking establishment uh, presences paid off. That's how you get the book. I don't know. I'm just wondering. Because it, it does not make sense. 
Drudge Report, too. I've done my theories on Drudge. Got overtaken by the deep state, got threatened and overwhelmed by the deep state, sold out, and uh, Drudge, does he even, is he even alive anymore? Yeah, you never hear a word from that guy. Anyway, yeah, things change, things change, you learn, you watch stuff, illusion of choice. Backbone Radio with Matt Dunn on Denver's local talk leader, News Talk 710 KNUS. I like to spend Christmas on Christmas Island. How'd you like to spend the holiday away across the sea? Christmas Island by Brian Setzer, the Stray Cat Guy. Remember the Stray Cat strut? Walk this town. Rock this town. Rock this town. Not walk this town. That'd be kind of boring. We're going to rock this town. Anyway, found a good one from that, that old Stray Cat for Christmas. In the Hawaiian theme songs. What was it? Bing Crosby's... Uh, Meli Kalikamaka. How do you say that? I know a texture studio knows that. Meli Malikamaka. There's something. There's some way to say Merry Christmas in Hawaii. So there's a little tradition we have with the Christmas tunes and the islands, man. Started off this hour by mentioning, yeah, the, the elites, they get nervous, they get scared, they can never be authentic, and when they sense their power is eroding because the masses despise what they're getting from them, they need to crack down, they need to exert their control, they need to make examples of people. And so they're going after uh, Conor McGregor in Ireland. They're going to investigate him for hate speech. On you know, they're, they're, They have to go after these people. They've gone after Trump. Every minute of every day since 2015, as we know, hasn't worked yet for them. Um, and they've gone after the J6ers. Part of the reason why the J6ers have been so hammered and made such an example of, because that's the elites are so dependent upon that pillar for their power. One of my themes, the pillars of establishment power, you could even call them Potemkin pillars of establishment power, like the Potemkin villages where... The Soviets, you know, it's a good metaphor for how they created propaganda. Build a whole village. It's a fake village. And then you open the door of that village store, and there's nothing behind it. It's just a false front, all of it. And it's hard to keep these narratives going when they're not real. And so they constantly have to insert a new narrative. Get a new narrative into the into because the old ones have all vaporized because they're they weren't real they don't have wheels they don't have traction it leaves like this vacuum this nothingness in its place so they're going for that making an example every time you see a j6 story and by the way that that new footage is slowly coming out and it's like you know there's the police pushing a grandma down the steps a grandma there's the police firing unprovoked into the crowd to try to stir up to try to stir up the crowd you got to watch this stuff, that whole J6 narrative. I mean, the elites, the establishment, they need that for their power, and they got to make an example. They will hunt down these grandmas. They'll go to Arkansas to arrest some grandma in front of her grandkids to make an example out of her because that's how they're scared. They're afraid. And it is too bad that, you know, you, you turn on your screens and there's, there's commentators out there that want to back up all that propaganda. 
<laughs> they, you know, they want to perpetuate this illusion of choice. You know, they want to bolster the pillars of power, which are crack, crackling and crumbling and groaning right now. But uh, you know, uh, Morrissey. Uh, you know, we're talking about you know England for the English. Uh, Morrissey, the singer, and we did a Morrissey thing the other, the other week. But Morrissey does not like this migration into England. He wants England from the, he misses the old England. He says he found the old England charming. The old English grandmother, very charming, and he, he laments this. He's been out and here here's his song, The National Front Disco, and he talks about England for the English here. England for the English, sings Morrissey. There's a lot of artists out there and singers and more people than you would know. And let's let that flow under us a little bit, if you don't mind, Blake. But more people would be out and more vocal and more forthright, more famous people, more musicians and more artists and more entertainers. But they they are made an example of. Does that make sense? Like some... Some star comes out and says something critical of the regime, and then they get canceled from Facebook and from Twitter, and they lose their recording contracts. And you know, you see how that works. So the establishments, when they get a, they know how to, you, you got to take down the chief. You got to go make an example out of Conor McGregor, the MMA fighter in Ireland. They have got to make an example of it. But what if you get hordes of them and one follows the next one and one follows the next one and pretty soon everybody rises up? And are we getting close? At first slowly and then the quickening. And there we are. Could we be at that point? I, I mean, people are not liking this. The globalist dictatorships we're living under. They're not liking it in Ireland. They're not liking it in Netherlands. They're not liking it in Argentina. They're not liking it here in the United States of America. And they're weighing the evidence in front of their very eyes. They're watching how things play. And the propagandists are trying to tell them, no, 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 listen to our words and do what we say. And listen to our words. Our words are what's real, not the reality that you're living in and your current domestic economic situation. The words that we use and tell you and put in your heads, those are what's real. Does that make sense? And that's a kind of a weak case a weak situation to be in and so they have to ramp up their rhetoric 10 times higher and i'm previewing the next hour we got more on that oh yes we do yeah a little morrissey sorry about the morrissey we have lovers and haters of morrissey out there my wife cannot abide morrissey i'm never allowed to play this at home so i could come to the radio and play it Hopefully the, the kids don't have dad on the radio tonight. I, I'm, I'm in trouble when I, I'm in the doghouse if I get home and wife heard me playing Morrissey. <laughs> He's in the doghouse now. Anyway, let's let's be saying hello to Jack in Evergreen. Jack, welcome aboard, sir. Yeah, I'm up here now. I was in Evergreen this morning. Hey, listen, I was listening to the radio a little bit while I was working around the house and uh, listening to Randy. And he's going on about the uh, First and Second Amendment, the the assault on the, uh, the by the Democrats on the First and Second Amendment. And what it's, it occurred to me is they don't like any uh, of the amendments. Exactly, that's where I'm coming from. The assault on the Eighth Amendment is massive, and all this Trump uh, business of trying to take him down, and the Fourteenth Amendment, the due process. Every single one of these court cases is blatantly. Uh, 
violating the due process clauses to everybody that's involved on the Trump side. And then as far as the Eighth Amendment, is this, this idiot guy that's doing the trial down there in, in Manhattan claiming that, that, that Trump is fraudulent with his operation, with his business, and, there's, and he's, he's intimating that there should be a penalty to liquidate uh, Trump real estate and, to, and, and that to be the penalty. Do, do, that, do they not know that these things have already been adjudicated with huge oil companies and, 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 and companies as large as Trump? The Eighth Amendment guarantees you against cruel and unusual punishment. And what, they've, what the Supreme Court has ruled on those type of penalties in the past is cruel and un, unusual punishment is defined as anything that is in excess of 10 times actual damages. Okay, the case in New York doesn't even have a damage. <laughs> there isn't a damaged party. So what's 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 ten times nothing? Jack. So why is why Jack. is this stuff going forward? Well, Jack, you're trying to look at the merits of the case. You're trying to look at the Constitution and the law and the way things should be. But those people don't care about that. What they care about is power, more power for them, and yeah, but twisting and abusing the law in order to uh, take down their political opponents. That's that's the whole Matt, point, Jack, right? Matt, they're, they're, they've got the thing about the, the Civil War thing, about about anybody that is uh, insurrectionist yeah. can, cannot run for office. That's from 180 years ago. It's never been used since then. But it was advanced by none other than Lawrence Tribe, who was a professor at Harvard. I mean, come on. Well, it's somebody a, needs it's to be power. slapped and slapped hard. It's a power thing. It's not a merits. It's not the law. It's that they want more power. And they're trying to take down their opponents, and they twist the law to do it. Jack, so uh, I'm glad you're right. laboring. I mean, somebody's got to do what you're doing to labor under the, you know, these, the clauses and the phrases and, and make the legal case. And it's obvious, right? I could make that, a, that's not I could their make thing. a case. I can make a case for why Pence should have never certified. Yeah. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.